Hi, my name is Tom Alston. I'm the founder and CEO of Aeromarine Tax Professionals. Here on the Winning Pitch Broadcast, I'm going to tell you how it is. I'll be sharing the ins and outs of business management, improving your sales skills, building personal and professional wealth, and balancing it all with your personal and family life, excluding the part about balancing it with your personal life. Don't expect a filter because we're about to rustle some feathers. Have fun. Welcome to this morning's version of the Winning Pitch Podcast. I have a new friend of mine called Brooke Wright. He's, uh, he's from Korea. And we know each other from being on Zoom calls. We've never shook hands and we've never been in the same space other than by video, but thank God for video. So, And he has a very interesting life story to tell you, and it's going to be very motivating. So, Chuck White, the floor is all yours. Start wherever you want. Salute you, Master Tom. Thank you for uh, bringing me in. I'm very glad to be here. This is a very, very exciting experience to be on your podcast. I mean, I've been, uh, well, like among us in the licensee with Zoom calls, I find like Tom most, actually like most youngest, most powerful energy all the time. I mean, we're getting very inspired a lot about you, from you. And uh, actually, I'm very excited to share my story and uh, my experiences here with you and your podcast and audience. So I'm uh, I'm Chu Guang Lee uh, in South Korea, and I'm like, only licensee here and the reason i started the, how i become a licensee uh, let me sort of tell you the very brief story about it is uh i have a day- daytime sales job i still do and uh for the longest time i wanted to do well i had no idea how so um i started off um very 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 like low income and uh i just trying to figure out how to do well and i've been reading books going to seminars losing a lot of money and time and the uh, after a few years, I thought, you know, maybe like I'm losing all this time and money. I might as well just go for the best. And that's when I found Grand Cardone and uh, the licensing program as well. So originally intent was just about, you know, oh, I want to like, you know, kiss. This has made me double my income so fast within a year. And uh, it was less life-changing experience for me in my 20s. So I just wanted to like Grant help me. I life-changed and I want to do the same for the others. That was a bit of uh, my first idea. And uh, so, and uh, I, you know, emailed uh Grand Cardinal office and I just learned about the licensee program. I had no idea about, I didn't know I could do that. So uh, that's how it got started. But first, my original intent was only about like selling card and you. And then like I get to coach by like, Richard Dolan. I mean, I, I get to watch like uh, Tom's like podcasts and videos and more inspired about like tanks in my life, tanks in people's uh, lives in Korea. And uh, it expanded even further. So now I'm more focused on like doing the, making the, being the tenants life uh, demonstration and uh, actually doing the same for my customers and clients and everyone who reaches out to me. So uh, it's a very, very exciting experience and uh, it's been getting very, very slow and uh, it's been taken off very, very rightly recently. And uh, I find it, I think it's because like it focused more on my, my why, like why did I become a licensee? I wanted to help people. I've been losing that purpose for about a month, a few months. And the last time I remember, okay, that's why I started this. I want to focus more on actually helping people, like reaching out to them. After, even after like uh, they become my customer or they're not my customer yet, I don't care. I will just provide like view of charge, like, just just consulting, coaching. And they, they're like very, very happy. I mean, they just automatically do business with me or uh, so it's been it's been very explosive. I'm not so sure how to organize it, but that's, that's basically my story. <laughs> awesome. So how did you get connected? Well, let's not even start there. Let's go back. Yeah. What inspired you to do what you're doing now? 
what inspired me. Uh, let's see. So uh, basically, um, the very first time I get to know about Grant Cardone was actually on YouTube. But like, this is like very, very long before I became a licensee or knew about Cardone University. So, like, I wanted like motivation, and I wanted to let's say I wanted the big uncle to tell me what to do because I was so lost. I had no idea what I'm doing, and uh, I didn't know why I hated my job because like I didn't know the concept of like I don't know what I'm doing, then I will not be happy with what I'm doing. So like I even started to watch these YouTube clips. And like, I felt like, like, I had no idea what I was doing, but I was still getting motivated by this guy, like so much energy. And he's like, just going on a right on point, full of action. And then, you know, like more and more, I listened to these like positive people, like-minded people. I mean, that kind of dragged me towards like, uh, I can do better. Like there are ways to do this. I can learn more. I can educate myself and be better. So yeah, I just, just kept going, going toward that direction and ended up being like, you know, I got to do something with Grant Cardano. So that's, that kind of elevated. So when you were little, I'll just pick an arbitrary time, such as when you were six, what were you thinking about at that age that kind of puts you where you are now? Uh, Age of six. Let's see. Mm. If you you want to move it to seven, that's okay. (laughs) Well, um, uh, when I was very, very young, actually, like I had like no direction. I was a happy boy, but um, I didn't think about like what I could do. I could not believe that I could do things I'm doing right now, like changing other people's lives, like changing my life, uh, like having a goal, making the goal happen. happen. But um, no one's ever told me that I can. Like uh, in Korea, everything is very, very, very uh, pretty much set. Like you go to like, you, you just study like hell and go to good university, get a good job. And that's like a prototype for every single one of them. I mean, like for teachers, your parents, like all, all the adults tell you that um, they don't tell you about like have your dream or go for it. They always talk about like get a good job and uh, don't leave there. Like it's very, very sad. But like I, I had no idea that I could do such more until I was exposed to these great possibilities and success. And like actually like every the Zoom call on Friday, like for licensees, that's like mind blowing because world there are so many so many people with so much abilities and passion and like like-minded all around the world and I, I didn't know this until i started looking for it so now i'm just like just dragged towards that direction but like at, at that stage i had no idea so i had well, a lot think, of energy yeah i think what you said to me is that while you were in the educational system it was yep. a very regimented people said this is the path that you're going to go on you stay yep. within these boundaries and get a good job and never quit and always work hard and all those yep. kinds of things so what did you discover about how much truth was there in that when you got out of college? Mm. Now, you look young enough to have just gotten out of college. I think you're, what, 28, 29 years old? Uh, 31. 31. Oh, you're an old 30-year-old. Oh, wow. So how old were you? <laughs> I love it. How old were you when you graduated from college, from university? Uh, let's see. Like Korean age is a little different because we come to the first year in mother's womb, but... Uh... Let's see, it was a year 2000, let's see. But my first job in the internship was like 2014. So um, yeah, I was about like, you know, 20, around like 26, 27. I was okay. getting starting my first job. So what was your first job out of the university after you left? Yeah, actually, I, my, my major was like engineering science, but like uh, I wanted to do sales because like I, I told you about, like, I started watching YouTube clips. I wanted to be successful. And like everyone, like they in their life, like they, they had their sales job or they started off sales and uh, then become successful in the future. So, hey, I thought, you know, I'll just try sales. 
because I want I want I wanted to have my own business. I wanted to be successful. I, did, I had no idea how, but maybe that's how I start. So uh, yeah, I start my job like sales, and this is my second job in sales. But um, yeah, that was my start. So you went to college. You were studying a, a, the basis of engineering. I think you yep. said engineering science. Yeah. When did you decide that you weren't going to be an engineer and that you were going to be a salesman? Ah, uh, let's see. It's um. Were you still in school when you made that decision, or after yeah? That? Okay. Uh, I, I was still in, in college. Um, so I'm, I'm studying all these things, like material science and engineering, like uh, semiconductors, metal, and ceramics, like just very like basic level science. But um, okay. I started like um, all my friends were looking for like big jobs. Like, in Korea, there's like uh, Samsung, LG, uh, Hynix, like they are the big corporates and then they give you a big paycheck. Did so, you like, ever think like, about going to any of the auto manufacturers? In my like beginning years, yes, but like uh, as I see, I get to like study more. I'm uh, like uh, my my friends going there, or like people like around me. Like I hear stories, and uh, well, look at their lives. I mean, like they they get a big paycheck, but like this is such a big corporate. I mean, you're like a very very small part of the business. Just you know, it's the same same routine. Like you, you, people tell you what to do. There's no growth, and uh, you just like hanging the job, not really like enjoying or making anything happen. And you get a big pay, not, I wouldn't say big, but um, it felt like, would that be my future? Was that really what I want to do? So and, uh, are there any other, uh, this is kind of a completely off the subject, but are there any yeah. other auto, auto manufacturers other than Kia or Hyundai in Korea? Oh, uh, there is, like, there used to be more, but um, Kia and Hyundai, there are, Actually, the one corporate now. It used to be separate, but then now, now they're one. Yeah, I, I, like, they, the the guy that owns them. I know they're the same people because they're, they're oh, clients. Yeah. They're clients of mine. So <laughs> I was shocked when I found that. Oh out. yeah. Anyway, so go ahead. I'm yeah. sorry. Try for another uh, no, story. Nah, uh, no problem. So yeah, I, I, I've been like looking. I mean, like it's just like you know, future. Uh, like when I see my future, like would that be my? Would I want in my life to be like that? And uh, like it was not. It just felt like it wasn't enough. I wanted to do something like proactive. I wanted to create my own future okay. and I didn't know how to do it. So I just okay. trying to just like study successful people, like how they got there. And that's why I learned about sales. I knew nothing about sales, but uh, I like the idea that, you know, like if I produce enough, you know, there's something can happen for me. I can actually like do something about it. So uh, I think in my like junior year or something, I read a lot of books and just made a decision that, hey, I like I can change my like career later on, but I really want to know, get to know sales. So I think now, that's- Now, is, is that a non-standard Korean thing to do? Are you stepping outside of the drum yes. there when you do that? Yeah, very, very, very outside. Because like uh, I still uh, keep in contact with mom and my friends and uh, they're very, very far away in location. All, all in back the corporates. I told you about like Samsung, LG, like uh, Hyundai. I mean, like they're they're everywhere, but um, at this point, like um, I think I feel more and more happy. You know, I'm producing more income as well. So, uh, yeah, so it's you very, are very money motivated. You are money motivated, right? <laughs> yeah, okay, sure, good sure. For you. So, was that part of your motivation when you made this, starting to make this decision about going into sales, and when you were a junior junior in college? Yeah, I, I think that was about the time when I decided, and uh, but uh, like. Uh, for years after that, because I was no good at it, you know, I was I was like kind of struggling. 
but like once I made the break breakthrough, I mean, it was like it's been like very very fun, entertaining, fulfilling. I think, and uh, I get to because of like uh, Karen Yu and uh, Grant Cardone and all this coaching and licensing and everything, I get to like make uh, share my experience with other people and make it have the same outcome as I did. So uh, that's even more thrilling and happy for me. So, what was your why when mm. you were still going to the university? Uh, why about like in going to your, the thing that was driving you, your purpose? Oh, I thought you know um, the what people expected of me was very very simple. You know, like the same story, like get a good job, stay there, and like it, it, save your money, buy a house, and uh, so forth. Like have kids, get married, but. I felt I could do something more, you know, like Grant talks about, like work for your potential, not the target someone else gives you. And uh, I don't know why, but I just, I just felt that um, there is something more. I mean, I don't, I didn't want my life to go stay on this track. I would, I've been very, very good at staying this track, but um, it was just not fulfilling enough for me. I just thought, you know, I don't know what it is, but I have something bigger to do. Um, I could do more than just what other people tell me to do. So I just wanted to figure out my own path for the first time in my life because like all my life decisions were made for, you know, from people around me or my parents or, you know, my expectations from other people. But like for the first time, I just wanted to like, you know, if I follow that path, it's very obvious where I'm going to get. So, so yeah. you, when did you announce your intention to your parents that you wanted to uh, Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, so like about the time when I was like graduating, you see, um, so you waited for a year and a half. <laughs> kind of. Because I, I, I want to be more certain. But like it, it was still, uh, it was been a very, very conservative atmosphere in my family. Uh, my father is like, he's, he's a professor in the university in chemicals. So he's in engineering as well. And he's been expecting from me to, um, he, he supports me now, perfectly, but um, he kind of expected that I continue my study in my graduate school even longer years and get a master's degree and maybe a like, professor in the future or like, it's somewhere in that um, route. But, um, but, so uh, what, was his, what was his reaction when you told him? Surprise, very, very surprised. I mean, like, uh, but uh, I was surprised to see that um, I thought they were going to be like very, very against what I tried to do. But um, when I really, like, I, we had a long conversation. I explained that um, for the first time in my life, I want to change. I mean, I want to um, decide for myself. I'm going to take responsibility. I, I have no idea or I'm not so sure. Like, I'm not 100% certain that I'm going to be successful. But I, I know I will regret it if I just, you know, follow the, the like, chosen path. So, um, yeah, it's been a long conversation. But uh, after, like, we talked for a very long time, I mean, my dad, he, uh, yeah, he, he okay. understood surprisingly. And uh, What was your mom's reaction? Well, similar to that, but um, we've been having we've been having more conversation with my uh, I've been having more conversation with my mom than that. Like she she kind of knew it before it happened, so uh, it was easier. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I understand completely. There's lots of things I didn't want to tell my dad about what I yeah. what he was doing and what I wanted to do different, and I could kind of talk to my mom, but, so I yeah, get but, it completely. Yeah, so, I, I kind of I kind of wish that I would have told him earlier because like. Uh, I was thought like they would be like angry at me if I told them about, about my intention, but like uh, I was kind of scared. But if I had like shared my thoughts and from the, it would have taken that long if I actually had more conversation with my parents. I find that to be true with most things that you aren't telling other people is that your fear of something yeah. stops you from doing something, and you find out why did I bother? Oh yeah, yeah I'm great. Very Go true. Do it. 
I support you completely. You know, it's like why waste the time? <laughs> and, and as Grant always says, fear is an indication that you're on the right track. So that means you should do it. True. So, you know, you right. and I share that experience, and that that shocks me. So, right. who, who, what about your what about your peer group when they found out that you wanted to be sales? Did you tell your friends that you wanted to do sales while you were still in school? Uh, let's see. At the very, I think in the last year, because like I, I didn't share this story until I actually made the decision to go into sales. So, um, well, they they, they were surprised. I mean, like they thought, you know, like maybe we could like work together and have similar jobs, but um. They weren't as surprised as my parents because, like, they've been watching me, like, reading all these books and, like, listening to this stuff, like, talking about this. Obviously, we've been, like, hanging out more often, like, drinking and having fun. Doing stuff uh, that you normally do in a university, right? Drinking and fun. (laughs) <laughs> yep, yep. I mean, like it's like in in Korea, like, like almost like all not all, but like I think over like eighty five percent go to university. But like, I, I, it's like I, I'm kind of wondering if that's really necessary. I mean, it's just like, like most people don't really use the knowledge they learn from the college in their jobs. I mean, and anyways, it's kind I of know, important. I know, in the United States, about five years ago, I saw a statistic that typically within seven years after people graduate from a university in this country, they're not doing anything that has any relationships that they went to school for. And I, since I was a little kid, I hated school. I didn't like it. I I thought I was being taught things that I was never going to use. And I was about half right, because I I used to complain about, why do I need to learn how to diagram a structure? (laughs) Even though I've written novels, I've written several hundred short stories, and I write all the time. I, who cares? It's like Grant's book about that somebody was giving him when he first sent out, uh, I think it was the very first book. It wasn't 10X. It was uh, Seller Be Sold. Somebody yeah. was criticizing him because there was all these mistakes. He says, it's a bestseller, not a best written. You yeah. know, if your True. message is on point, nobody really cared. And that was kind of the way that I thought about it. Now, it probably would have helped me later in life, but I guess I'm just too lazy to do something. <laughs> Even when I was five or six years old or 10 years old or, you know, wherever, however old I was when I was in the fifth or sixth grade, if I couldn't connect what someone was trying to teach me to some purpose that I thought that I was going to need in the future, it was really hard for me to stick with that subject because I just was, I had no interest in it. And, you know, the first barrier to learning is thinking you know everything because you right. and you don't need to study. But I don't know whether whether I was just lazy or trying to get away with stuff or whatever my reason was. But I, unless you're going to, unless you were going to be a brain surgeon or a nuclear physicist or something mm. like that, or you need to get some kind of license, I never saw much use in school. And, and like I said, I would bet about half right. And there are things that yeah. I wish I had paid more attention the one thing I do regret that I didn't do a very good job of getting the creating the discipline was learning how to play a musical instrument because I've always loved music. I've always, you know, I can't walk by a piano without putting my fingers on the keys and and, oh. and playing my version of the music. But I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. And <laughs> you know, I, I, I regret that I never put the time into that because it was, you know, it was something that I mean I could really, really entertain myself if I could play the piano now at my age which I'm 72 years old, but you know, it's, 
I don't regret it because you can't, it's it's too late to regret. And there's nothing to stop me from learning to play the piano at my age. So if right. when I decide to do that, I'll probably do that. But anyway, this is your story time, not mine. So yeah, no you, So we've gotten through college, and you went out. And was it easy for you to get a sales job when you went uh, first got out of university? Yeah. So I, I've been trying to figure out like it's like uh, I started like material science, and uh, I wanted to sales how to connect the points. And I found a company that like uh, sell. Uh, it's like um, like testing instruments for materials. So like, it's mm-hmm. kind of connected to my major. I know like wh- why they're doing this and I just connected to sales. So I thought that's a very good start point for me. And uh, so it, it wasn't that hard to get that job, but um, what was the succeeding the job. What was the training that they gave you as a salesperson? Well, that's that was a very very disappointing part because I thought like it's a you know like Fortune like hundred or like three hundred like big, big company the number one in the world and it's like this is a Korean office so I thought wow I'm this is a, like major corporate I mean they're gonna have like all these like steps of training I want I'll be like provided with a system and they'll educate me and I'll be successful that was my first intent and idea and I was very surprised that there was nothing I mean and not nothing like they um they told me to read a book and uh, they're like there are a lot of like um, very smart individuals doing well in sales so they're kind of relying on like individual ability to produce for themselves and there was no education on sales at all i mean they, they told me it was a training it was like training on like product knowledge mm-hmm. and i was kind of confused um <laughs> so i i was on my own i had to, I had to figure it out my way and uh, i had no experience in selling i hardly ever like I, um i don't speak much i mean i'm not that fluently good at speech and everything so um i struggled for a long time there so how long did you work at your first job uh two years and a half so how much money did you make in that two and a half years? Let's see. Um, my first, like, uh, I had to convert from Korean won to dollars, but like, approximately it's about like uh, 30K around, approximately. Okay. That's my yearly. But uh, how, how does sp- that, go ahead. Hmm. Oh, no, no, does, I'm sorry. How does that relate to, average, let's say, the average salaries in your country? Well, it's uh, not bad for a very you know, beginning career, but um, it was like well, 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 well below my expectations. Like, like my friends who actually decided to go to the major firm, like they're they're making I wouldn't say a lot, lot, but like um, I don't know about like twenty five, fifty percent more money than I did, and uh, so I, I had to find my way through. Like, I, I had to figure things out, but um, my uh, ideal status was way up there, and uh, I was like, way down here. I got no idea how to get there. But I told everyone I'll be successful. I'm gonna like make my decision, and now I'm here. So uh, those were the years when I tried to be like I'm struggling, trying to find a way. So was it the lack of training or the lack of results that caused you to leave that? Let's see. I say um, at the very beginning stage, there was like lack of training. I had no idea what I was doing. I was just like making quotations, talking to people about product, but you know, I had no system, like no nothing. So, uh, but um, uh, at the very like at the very end, uh, the end of that two years and a half, I get to know about Carbon U. So I'm producing a lot, a lot, a lot more than before. But uh, the all the incentives, like the the money, actually the money they uh, pay me was like based on like team goals. So no matter how much I produced, 
like uh, all the other people, not all the other, but like two or three do really bad. There's no incentive for me at all. So like there was a kind of like disappointment there. And uh, I was gaining more confidence that like now I'm on the track. I know what I'm doing and I can do a lot better. And uh, there were companies like uh, trying to hire me at that stage. Like, I mean, like you should come work for us. I'm going to pay you a lot more money and getting a lot of offers. I never had the experience before. So um, yeah, that's the that's time I may start to make another move. So um, new job new salary, a lot more incentives. And uh, yeah, so my income doubled in very, very fast, short period of time. And uh, like all my friends in other corporates started to say like, whoa, I mean, I didn't know that was possible. And they're now more interested, but like before that stage for about like two years and a half, it was like very, very, very uh, frustrating in the beginning, but uh, like I was not giving up. So yeah, I think it was worth it. So what does your father think of your decision now? Oh, I... Uh, He's proud, I think. <laughs> we, like we, uh, we live in different cities. Like so we, um, we don't have long conversations that often. But uh, you know, like this year, like like COVID nineteen and everything, like Korean economy, like very tough situation. But still, like we're we're, we're doing okay. I mean, I'm bringing in new projects, and uh, so he's like, I think he's more happy than before. For sure. How about your mom? Like she was more more concerned about like like me um getting married and having a child and all that. But uh, are she, you she are you well. married? Yeah, yeah, I'm married. Okay, I didn't get that from you ever on the license because Do you have any kids? Yeah, uh, I just have. I have a one year old. How do you like that, pops? <laughs> well, uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, very very. Uh, how how do I put it? Like biggest event in my life. I mean, there's nothing more more important than this little baby. But uh, is it a boy uh, or a girl? It's a boy. It's a, he's, a, it? he's a boy. Uh, what's his name? Uh, his name is Yu An Yu An Li, and so uh, it, it actually gives me a lot more focus. Like my, I want um, I want to be a good enough person to tell my son again. Like I want to be his like role model. So like I have to be. Uh, not like uh, irresponsible person I was before. I want I want to be like uh, just like Brent Cardone. I mean, like he's I can I see them all the time. Happy family. He's being a good mentor to his children. I see it all the time. So yeah, that's that's where I want to go. <laughs> so the Grant Cardone training that you started in the beginning was while you were at your first job. At the very last stage of my first job. Yeah, I think like after about two year point. Yeah, I think approximately. So. so- that sounds to me, and I, if I've got this wrong, clear it up for me. It sounds to me that something else clicked in you that made your sales start going right rather than just your connection with Grant Cardone. As you said, you've made the statement that you've doubled your sales or whatever it was in the, at the first job. Mm. Was that because of getting connected to Grant or was there something else that happened in your life? I would give biggest uh, credit to uh, Cardone you because I've been getting a lot of training from uh, other like Korean books, Korean free seminars, sales trainings. I, I'm looking for everything, you know, everything okay. I can get my hands on. But um, some of them were just like by tactics, or maybe they were better suited for like insurance sales. Or I've been like, uh, like uh, Grant Cardone himself, like there, there are a lot of like um, other gurus in sales, but I found a lot of them like obsolete um, or uh, not very. I, I, I had I bought their products. But um, it didn't change things dramatically. I mean, I'm trying to practice it, not working, but I was still like moving towards that direction, trying to educate myself. But like, uh, so there has been like surplus a little by little. But when I got my access to Car and You, that was a game changer for me. I mean, there was it was like actual system I could follow. 
I can like put myself on this track. And every time I tried, every time pretty much it worked until I did it right. So um, yeah, I think that's that's the biggest change. So it happened very fast. Yeah. All right. So how long have you now, now the job that you have now is just your second job, right? Yep. Sure. How long have you how long have you been there? Uh let's see. So uh around three years now. So you have a good job that pays you with more in line with your efforts. I imagine as there's commissions involved with that, correct? Yeah, true. And your income is continuing to increase at the levels that you want. Why did you go looking for something else like the Cardone license? At the stage, like um, I think this has to do with like a 10x rule and 10x thinking. I was still not... Um, See, I, I was slowly starting to believe my capabilities of doing something greater. Okay. But uh, it, I, I had, yeah, it, it required me some time. I did this like a goal writing thing before I even uh, knew about cardio. Like I've been studying all the like success ideas and theories and everything. So um, it took me a long time to write big goals for myself because like when I like small goals, I know if I focus for about a year or two, I can make the goal, but it didn't excite me for a long time. So I, then I get to know about Cardell, Grand Cardell, Cardell U, and like 10x mind and action and thinking and everything. So um, once I start to, you know, actually believe I can do it, I start to write bigger goals. And now I'm more moving towards like uh, great ideas, like bigger ideas, bigger action. So but, tell me about the yeah. goals that you wrote last night right before you went to bed. I want to hear what some of your oh. So um <laughs> I told you little, I was gonna put you on the spot. Yeah. So a little little um explanation. Like it changed recently because I had there was a goal I write for I wrote for my this year until, okay. until Christmas Eve. But like I surpassed that anyways, and I was disappointed. I thought I think it was still too small. So like it was been changed very recently. So in terms of like uh, like money, mm-hmm. uh this year goal was to reach my all asset put together to reach um, I'll choose uh, one million, okay. around one million. Okay. And uh, but uh, I didn't write down specifics, so I I made the goal. I mean, I made that uh, point that uh, it wasn't because of my all the like sales and business income, like like real estate and sales and everything combined. But if I like understood like this, then I was thinking I would have wrote down like ten million or hundred million. You see, so um, now right now I'm testing out like uh, like uh, writing as a premise. Uh, present tense stance. So uh, I'm a billionaire. I'm a best uh, sales trainer, sales person in Korea. And uh, I give, I help everyone reach uh, wealth and happiness in life. Okay. And uh, I, I solve all the problems that, is, that are solvable. And there's like long story towards that. Um, yeah, I got time. Tell me your story. Okay. So um, it's a really, it's kind of a dark part of my life long in the past. That's what I want to get to because that's going to help people. Yeah. So there there has been some points in my life that were like that shift me the direction that changed my thinking. The reason I wrote down that quote, the very last one of that, you know, I want to have, uh, I, I don't want people to suffer from like solvable problems that like, includes a lot of things. Uh, one of the things I want to change in my life is that um, in Korea, like the, the suicidal issue is like, it's a big issue. I mean, really? every every day is uh, like 30 or 40 people. Wow. And that comes up to like uh, over 14,000 people every year losing okay. their lives just because of that and uh, that means a lot lot of people are attempting so I'm, I'm a kind of survivor from that I mean so um, so have you ever considered suicide I, I tried and failed so I'm a survivor <laughs> <laughs> okay but, but uh, how old were you when you tried and surveyed and failed that's uh, during my high school times really? uh, 
Yeah, because like um, I, I was a good student. Uh, you see, like when we take like a midterm final exam, we make um, like average score. Okay. And I could sometimes reach like up to like 97. So I, I'll pretty much get all hundreds, like a lot of expectations from me, either from other people. You're going to go to good college. You're going to get a good job. And I've been on the track. I mean, like I would study the part off. I mean, I wouldn't even drink water so I could save time going to the bathroom. It was, it was like crazy. After about a few, I think I, uh, about like three years or something, like I couldn't, I could no longer do it. I always thought, you know, like I'm a good student. I mean, that's the path I'm going to go. And then when I realized that, you know, I, I, I really can't do this anymore. And like I kind of lost direction. I was very like down. Um, I, I felt kind of like miserable, but like, I, I had no idea. I mean, I had no idea where I was going. I just thought that was the only way I should go. And like, I just found I cannot do that anymore. Like, so anyways, um, if I had known that I had more possibilities, there are more options in life. I mean, it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, there, there are a lot of things I did not know back then. And uh, if someone would have like told me, just like Grant, like informed me that there are like, you know, there are more possibilities in you and uh, it doesn't have to be doing very, just aside from being a very good student, they're like so much more in life. And uh, if I had the- Did your yeah. parents, did you parents know how you felt and that you tried to take your life? Uh, that's- uh, Actually, no one would believe me because okay. I've been a very good student. I never said no to anything. I was always like, yes, sir, you know, I'm going to do it. And so um, no one understood that until that actual incident happened. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, I think that was almost like the lowest point in my life. OK, but, so, um, so what did you learn from that? occurrence or event let's see uh the biggest thing is that like let's say um there's a certain point i'm at and there's a certain point i want to get and there there have like there's it's not only one path you need to take i mean you could you could reach you can be more flexible and uh you don't have to restrict yourself to one thing and uh um and you need a mentor and uh who was your mentor when you were in high who was your mentor at that time i don't think i had any i just like you know from you know very early in the morning to the time I go to bed, I just like study all day. So um, no thinking about mentor or direction or goals or anything. I just study. So uh, okay, yeah. But but anyways, like I I wanted um, because like a lot of Koreans suffer from the same issue. If they had like uh, hopes, dreams. Uh, if they know about their possibilities, if they could learn that there's a way to to actually make things happen, and if I could help people like with that, I mean, it's just it's more like a mental illness. Very, when you're stuck in there, that's a yeah, that's an incredible why and purpose. So, how many? What's the population of South Korea? Oh, let's see. Uh, so, uh, hang on, it's been it's been changing. Let's see. Uh, uh, I had to do. I have to look it up again, but like maybe around like 40, 40 million. Okay. So yeah. it's approximately Approximate. got the same amount of people in the state of California, but that, that's not irrelevant. So your new job is to make sure that you're driving down the suicide rate with South Korea, right? Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's initial a goal. Good, that's a pretty damn good goal. You know, it's going to take a, a little bit of work, but yeah. And whatever I can do to help you in that goal, I would love to help you. You already are. <laughs> By doing what? What do I do? I just get on. Uh, it's fine. No, I mean, I mean, no, no. But the uh, the thing, I mean, the, the consistency, the, the the energy when you speak, and the you know, among all the licenses, you're, you're most active about like you know, your message out, and like I can 
um, I haven't not met you in face to face, but I can very, very sure about, you know, outcomes you produce because like it's very very predictable he's always there he's always on point very strict but like you know you know his, his big uncle tom will always speak the truth so like uh yeah that, that inspires me a lot and that's a reason like we call you like you're the youngest here because of the such much uh, like this energy and positivity and so uh, very inspiring that. for me i appreciate yeah that. i appreciate like i really appreciate you the, the the goal thing, uh, so it started off with like, I want to eliminate, I want to make that, you know, suicidal thing zero in Korea. That's but I, like, yeah. And, uh, I thought, you know, I was being, I've been writing these small goals and they've been uh, evolving. So, uh, hey, if I could make that happen, that means like I can solve a lot of people's uh, problems with uh, their life, direction, hope and dreams and goals. So if only if I could do that in Korea, maybe I can just send to the whole world. Yeah. So that was my first breakthrough in my goal writing. And I also thought, you know, if I could help such more people in all that power and knowledge, I could solve a lot of, a lot of other problems as well. I mean, there are people suffering just because like not enough food, not enough clean water, or just like simple like medical. It doesn't cost them much money and anything, but uh, there are people, a lot of people suffering from it. So there are a lot of solvable problems, mm-hmm. uh, I believe, suicidal and critic, including. So, uh, I want all that to go away. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but uh, I'm just trying to uh, write bigger goals. It actually really challenged myself to see what I truly can do. And this starts from like changing myself, being a tennis demonstration myself, and then uh, showing people that I can change myself and I can help them change themselves. And we just slowly go towards that goal. So, Have you yeah. ever shared your goals with your mom and dad? At uh, this point, not yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they would believe me, but uh, well, go there anyways. People don't have to believe you. People are probably going to make fun of you. You can't do that. Well, yes, you can. And you mm. know you can because yeah. you can think it. It's, yeah. it's possible. Yes. You, you can do it. So True. I, th- I think you're going to be surprised when you sit down and tell your mom and dad about that goal because it's so, so uptone. It has so much power behind it. And from an engineering standpoint, it gets into a an aesthetic band that's so high that it creates energy for you. So mm. share the whole world. Don't be afraid to tell people what you're going to do. You know, okay. first place, it's your job to get more haters, as Grant said. <laughs> you need to have people complaining about, you, you can't have a goal like that. You can't ever do it. Well, everything that's ever been new, no one did it up until someone did it. So true, true. Just, you know, uh, don't be afraid to declare your goals. Tell the whole uh, on the next our next licensee call. Declare that goal. I think you should uh, hmm. because it you know the impact that creating these goals and expanding your goals has on you personally. Yes, and I think you should share them. You know, you're you're okay. you're very visible to the licensee group. You're very visible to Grant. You're very visible to Richie. And Richie's in a world where there's a whole people now are asking a whole group of people that are asking about you. Mm. Step up, take advantage of the PR. You know, it 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 it'll connect your energies to the point that you know you'll get closer to your target, even if it's only a millimeter. You'll get a little bit closer to your target. Right, sure. Declaring it. Yeah, thank you for that. I definitely should. No problem. <laughs> If you get grounded, I didn't do it. <laughs> but sometimes it's like it's those little ideas, little push that uh, 
that they've changed a lot of things. So uh, I, I really appreciate that. Like some things like if I just keep it to myself or think it to think about it myself, there's some things I can never stretch myself or something as an indication when I fear something, usually that's the way I'm supposed to go. So uh, yeah. it doesn't yeah. scare me. It doesn't stretch me. Think about what Grant says about commitment. <laughs> if, if your testing ground is of your commitment is you haven't told your mom and dad yet, start there. You know, it's just, I strongly suggest it because first place, your parents obviously love you and support you. And they're not going to beat you because you've created a goal of solving (laughs) world hunger or reducing, whether it's reducing the the survival rate on the planet or even Korea. It's such a noble goal. How could anybody, other than people who make a lot of money off depressed people, and I won't mention who that is, Mm. but, you know, I mean, most people want everybody else's life to go well. And I've I applaud you for having that goal. Thank you. So if you could go back from today at your mighty old age of 31 and tell your 12-year-old self oh, something, yeah. what would you tell yourself? What would I tell myself? Oh, that's a, that's a tough question. I can't, can't I tell them just like one thing or like a story you, or... It's your it's your universe. You can create it any way you want. Uh, well, if it doesn't have to be just like one time, like um, I want to help him find the mentor. Because like I can't always be with him, my twelve years old self. Because at that stage of my life, uh, well, I was a happy kiddo, but um, I had no idea there were other ways possible. I mean, like in my small society, it was homeschool, homeschool, and uh, my friends and parents. So there was only one path, and if I only knew that you know there are more possibilities, I could do a lot more than what other people tell me to do. I like I'll, I'll tell him that there's like there's a lot more in you. I mean, you have a good heart, and uh, don't be afraid to fail and uh, find a mentor. I think that's what I'm gonna tell him. Okay, it's you know I'll I'll, I'll pass a little old man gray-haired wisdom on. Okay, <laughs> because this is the way that I teach everyone who comes to my company. Okay, I approach people from the fact that I know as a spiritual being that you know the answer to everything. So I just keep asking them questions. And if you mm. think about what Grant does with his his trainings, deep dive questions, get to the real why. And that's the way I train people. In fact, my favorite answer is when someone comes to me and asks me to solve their problem, I ask them, what would you do if I wasn't here? Mm. In other words, if I'm not around, if you don't teach your son to make decisions for himself and to take responsibility for that, whose job is it to teach him? And I take that viewpoint with all of my employees because I want them to think for themselves so that this whole company is on the same path. We're all pulling the oars in the same boat. And we're aligned with the same goals that the company has and the the valuable final products of each department and each division that we have in the company. And I just, I, you know, it's probably frustrating to them because they come through like you, a a path where the only way you can learn something is to go to school. No, the only way you Mm. can learn something is to pay attention to what you observe and look inside yourself for the real answer. Because I don't learn. If you sat and talked to me for an hour and tried to enlighten me on something that you know about engineering, not going to happen. But if I had to figure out a way to turn the lights back on in my house because I couldn't see anything, Mm. now I'm motivated and I can probably figure out a way to solve my problem. Even if the solution is called an electrician, there's always an answer. The answer to everything is how can we make this work as opposed to identifying the problem? Everybody knows what the problems are. How are we going to make it work? How are we going to reduce the suicide rate in South Korea? It's the only question you have to keep asking yourself. The the rest of it, 
is just people's negative opinions and they just gave up on their goals. That's the only difference between you and them. Mm. So that's my uh, uh, advice to you, dad, uh, about how to raise <laughs> your son. But, you know, I was I was at, do you, do you mind if I tell you my, one of my stories? Oh, no, no not at all. Please. I was at my uh, nephew's house and he's got three young children, one of which was just born. And the middle child is a re- rebel at everything. You can see her. She would look around and make sure that you were looking right before she did something that she knows that she's not supposed to do. And I watch her being scolded by her mom and her dad. and She just laughs at her. And I admire the hell out of that. Uh. That characteristic because that is a person who is very strong-willed but the strength can also be your weakness you know when Mm. you when you uh, the the people who have control over your food and your sleep time and your clothes you probably ought to create a little bit of affinity (laughs) otherwise life's not going to go so well for you and she's going to learn that and she's i mean i remember when she was maybe three months old that She was always had these eyes and she was looking around and she was observing. And I remember being that age and I remember what I was thinking about. So, and, and I will reveal to you that I know I'm a spiritual being acting out of physical existence. So I don't deny the fact that my re- memories are real and I've been through that, what she's doing. And I know that she's going to run into some problems. And the only thing that the parents can do wrong is to break that spirit. They got to figure out a way to channel it. And that's the only word I can use, even though we're talking about the Korean system of education and the channels may have a bad connotation to you. You know, just never forget that little tiny children are just adults in big bodies. Talk to them like they're adults. Treat them like they're adults and you'll grow an adult. Don't baby talk them, you know, hold them accountable. Let them, let them help you with with things that they want, even though that if she wants, he wants to help you with washing the dishes. So what if he drops them? You know, know, how did you learn how to do something? By breaking it. How did you learn how to do something? By failing. And failure is not a bad thing. Failure is just a stepping stone to where you want to go. True. Very true. I I actually learned a lot from my son. Like he he just started walking and barely running. But like I see him like fall all the time and he just like like quitting is not an option for him. And I remember the time when I was like that. And uh, I try to remember that when was the time I kind of lost that, but like I couldn't recall. So it reminds me a lot about like the, the actions, you know, about like quitting, going for it, being a, re- a reasonable approach. Well, I, I've, I used to ask people when I saw them worrying about their child falling down when he was trying to learn how to walk. I'm asking, well, what's the limit? What do you mean? Mm. He says, well, when do you stop him from falling down so much that he never learns how to walk? You know, mm. I mean, you could buy these little walk around things with wheels and four things. That's not teaching him to walk. You know, mm. we all need to learn how to walk. Otherwise, it's going to be real hard to get around. And yeah, you know, think about people who can't walk, and mm. you'll 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 ask a different question. You'll come up with a different answer to that. You know, you just got to let them fall down. And it's your also your responsibility as a parent to create a safe environment. So maybe sure. not having too many safe, sharp corners of things or or, or places that they can yeah. reach to and that kind of stuff. But you know, you got to let them fall. You have to let mm. them fall. My dad always said, if you want to learn how to discipline kids, learn learn the same way that he trained dogs with a newspaper. Mm. Smack them on the nose. It doesn't hurt them, but it gets their attention. Hey, thank you for that. <laughs> no problem. No problem. Tell me how it goes for you. I take no okay. responsibility if it doesn't work. <laughs> 
So we've been at this for about an hour. So uh, if there was one message that you could deliver to the whole world, do it right now. There is greatness in you, in me, in everyone. We all have wings. You just got to figure out how to fly. And uh, I wish I have not wasted so much, so long time in my life just to realize that I could do things until I've been waiting so long to someone to tell me that I could do things. But really within me, I knew I could. It just took us so long to for me to believe that. So uh, just there's greatness in you. And, uh, you know, I believe in you. We can do this. Okay. Well, thank you for your time. And thank that, you. Con- that concludes today's podcast with my friend Jeff Wang from South Korea. And uh, let's do this again sometime. Sure will. Thank and, you. Uh, update me on how things are going with your son. I'm curious. <laughs> now that I've given you all these rules, you have to live by. Tell me, tell yeah. me, just you have my, you know, you know how to. Continue. Yeah, yeah, I can. Okay, of course. So, thank you very much for your time. This thank morning. you. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye bye. Well, that was fun, wasn't it? I'm invested in your business and personal success, and I hope you found this episode of the podcast insightful. If you or your business is ready to grow, check out my website, 10 Excellence. This is the way that you do that. Number 10, then xlenz.com. Be sure to follow me and send questions on Facebook at Arrow and Marine Tax Professionals and on Twitter and YouTube at Thomas Alston. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on our next episode.